0: Hello and welcome to Episode 3 a spoiled here at Sifted Games and sifted.net. This is where we talk about spoilers about your favorite kind of content, whether that's going to be movies, whether that's going to be TV shows or even video games. And today we're going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I am your host Mitch Sikorski. You can find me at Mitch Sikor on Twitter, and I'm joined by the co-host of Game Face, Matt Kyle, which you can find him at M Kyle on Twitter. Matt, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Uh, this is the first piece of content that we've done together, Matt. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation about talking with Sonic with you. So if you don't know who we are, we are Sifted Games at Sifted.net check us out there this is one of our initiatives to do audio only based content so this is not available in video form so you can check out the material there and you can check it out on your favorite podcast feed at sifted radio podcast that's where you'll be able to find it we are fully supported via patreon so if you like this material send us a few dollars via patreon go to patreon.com slash sifted and just send us a few dollars it really does go a long way for the website and for us making more material in the future if you're not able to do that and you do have an amazon prime account you can link that account to twitch and be able to send us a free two dollars and fifty cents so if you're able to do that that would be amazing as well so let's just get started right away i mean this is spoilers so if you have not seen the film go see it and then come on back if not you know you can get spoiled or not but i do have a question for you matt that's a little bit not about sonic for a quick second because you did two short films you got done wrapping those up last week and i just wanted to ask you because you were able to do that before you saw this sonic movie i was just curious if your mindset or the way you saw this film did you see it any differently because you had this experience With doing your own film production
1: No uh, I followed how film production works My whole life pretty much And uh, while this is the first f- f- Actual films I've done I've done television production for 20 years And it's honestly not that different Oh, The, the difference in these short films is that I own them which like, is nice that, to that have. we made them ourselves. We, I didn't. I, it wasn't making them for a corporate entity. We were making them for ourselves, and we are going to own the rights to them and take them around ourselves afterward. After we're done with them, that's the main difference. Making stuff, uh, filming stuff. We've known how to do that for years. Uh, it's more the. Uh, it's it's more who ends up with the rights to it at the end. At this point, okay, very cool.
0: Um, so I just wanted to get first of all your. Initial thoughts of the franchise itself? Like, what is your experience with Sonic the Hedgehog?
1: Um, well, I'm a Sega fan more than a Nintendo fan from way back. Uh, so, Sonic was always pr- preferential to some degree. Um, my favorite Sonic game is the first one. Like, I don't think it ever got any better than the first one. Uh, there's some mechanical improvements in Sonic 2, but I don't think it has the charm of the first game. Um, and I've. I'm not like a crazy Sonic fan from way back. Like I, I didn't watch the cartoons, the Saturday Sat Am. I didn't watch uh, any of that. I didn't watch. I didn't read the Archie comics uh, and all the mythology behind all that. Like I realized that Sonic fandom is a a, a deep, dark, like fathomless hole. You can you can disappear down if you uh, if you choose to. I have not really done that. I've played, mm, I'd say, 90% of the games that were ever made with him in it. Uh, and I like him as a character visually, for the most part. Uh, I am not a hardcore Sonic fan, like I am not uh, a Sonic fan the way I'm a Star Wars fan or a uh, Transformers fan. Okay. Um, but I do know the ins and outs more or less. Like I recognize a lot of the the so-called deep cuts in the movie that show up here and there. Um, I'm just I'm familiar enough with it that I recognize things. You know, I know. I know about the Ken Penders controversy. I know all the kind of the the weird little things that have occurred over the course of the fandom. But I know a lot of that through hindsight and and retrospectives and not having lived it as it happened. That's how I would describe it. Okay. I'm proud. I do not know anything about
0: that controversy. So
1: look it up. It's, uh, It's the whole echidna thing. It's It's amazing. Okay, so... Uh, if we had another three hours, we could go into <laughs> it here. But we, it's it's just look up the Ken Penders Archie Comics situation. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, my experience,
0: so one of the... My first console was a PlayStation 1, um, but my dad Ugh. also had a Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. So we did have Sonic 2. So I did have experience with Sonic 2 as a kid. Um, I have played a little bit of Sonic One when it. I think they released it. They they released the old Sonic games. Like yeah, they released those a bunch of times. It was like one, two, three, and Knuckles, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I think it was for like PlayStation Two or maybe PlayStation Three, and yeah, like those, a package, those, a Sega package. Probably the Sonic Gems Collection. Probably yeah. so. Yeah, I experienced little section of all of it, um, and then I definitely will never forget
1: Sonic Heroes. That mm-hmm. that theme song is never going away <laughs> anytime well, soon. Look up Sonic R. Sonic R. Sonic R. was a racing game on the Saturn, okay. um, with music that you will not believe. Okay. I'm if, so imagine it's it's like a it's like a Mario Kart style thing, except they're <laughs> all on foot. There's no carts. Oh. And the music, every single track has a different vocal song as its backing, and they are the epitome of mid '90s Japan pop. But recorded in English with American singer, like expatriate American singers. Um, I, c- I can't describe it to you. You have, you just have to look up Supersonic Racing and okay. listen to that, and maybe listen to Living in the City. And really, the whole soundtrack is amazing, uh, in a, in a horrifying way. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know a lot of people who like it unironically, but it is like nothing you've ever heard. And, and, uh, just another example of how the saturn was doing stuff that no one else was doing and sometimes there's a reason no one else is doing it but saturn still did it anyway sonic r looked that stuff up okay also yep. horrible graphics just really bad but uh, it was the first real kind of spin off but that between that and sonic fighters it was like the first time they really spun off had enough characters in the in the sonic franchise to kind of do a spin off like that
0: And I will say the other one I really remember uh, a lot of, and I don't remember the name of it, but I know it was the first Sonic game coming out for the Sega Genesis. No, it's uh, Dreamcast. Sonic Adventure. Yes. Uh, that one I really enjoyed because I had that Uzi character that was the villain. It was it was right. really interesting. Chaos, yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, so I do remember
1: playing that one when I when I yeah, be- was being babysat. Yeah, <laughs> at, the, at the time that was I I got that the Japanese import of that the year before it came out here, and I just I remember that was the game you showed everybody to say like this is what games look like now with the tornado and the second yeah. level and the orca jumping around out of the water right. and stuff like. Yeah, the whip around with that tornado. Sonic Adventure was uh, was a graphical revelation. Like before NFL 2K, the following year, like that was the big deal. Especially because before that, all we had to had to play was a Mahjong game and that stupid Godzilla Generations thing. All right. Well,
0: now you now everyone kind of knows what our experience with Sonic is. So, uh, what what'd you think?
1: Um, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I mean, I went in sort of like. I don't. I don't really feel the need to see this in the theater, but you'd um, rather review Little Women. <laughs> yeah, um, I was the only one in the theater uh, when I got there. Uh, two people did eventually come in a little late, um, but yeah, it was just me and uh, a large cup of wine. Um, it's legit. He showed showed me a picture. Yeah, it was it was an th- empty theater. Yeah, you got you got to pregame some of this stuff. I mean, it was going to be better than Cats. I was pretty sure. <laughs> I, I saw that too, but um, and it was. Uh, it, I thought it was pretty good. It was it was. It was it was kind of cute, like you know, had, had some good moments. Uh, it it uh, uh, it's a better made film than Rise of Skywalker. I'll, I'll give it that. Like I will it, agree it has with a, you a
0: hundred percent. It has a story
1: and there's characters in it, and they talk about things, and there's moments where you realize what it's supposed to be about, and there's themes and narrative thrusts, and it's it's an actual complete film with a beginning, middle, and end, which Rise of Skywalker is not. So um, yeah, so points there. Uh, it uh, uses a lot of stuff from the games. It has a lot of weird little deep, deep cuts and references, even like weird stuff in the background, even like, with, like street signs that say, like, Mega Drive. Like, mm-hmm. that's funny. Like, yeah. that's good. Like, someone was paying attention, making a Mega Drive reference. Um, they use music from the games in places, which is very unusual. In, I, I do in these like the way they kind of take it and
0: mix mm-hmm. it up a little bit. And. So to someone like us, we would recognize it, but to Mm -hmm. someone normal, it's like, "Oh, this sounds like kid, kind of fun kid music." Pick up on it, and I was like, "Oh, I know that level. That's the first level in the second Mm -hmm. game of like." That's the best
1: way to do that kind of stuff. It's like you know, you you put it in there for the people who know what it is, but you make it work so you don't need to know what it is to understand what you're looking at. Like that's um, the difference between good and bad pandering, basically. Uh, In the same way that in uh, the Mandalorian, uh, near the end of that that series, the. the uh the stormtroopers show up in that weird uh, transport thing the little oh, yeah. troop carrier yep. thing and that is a weird one off toy that Kenner made back in 1980 cuz they ran out of kept running out of vehicles to make between movies so they made up new vehicles and i had that thing it was just all these stupid little buckets on the side you put the stormtroopers in that was a and like so when that thing rolls up if you don't know what that is you're like oh it's just it's just a troop transport mm-hmm. if you do know what that is you're like holy shit they made that thing an actual it's canon now. And, so, you know, it makes sense. It shown, that thing's shown up in a few comic books as well. It's like it's it's a, that's how you do that. That's a, you 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 put it there for the people that know it, but you don't make it vital to understand it. And Sonic does that a lot, and it really works. Um, and they do the a couple times they do call out sort of you know there's a point where Robotnik shows up in his full sort of goggles and red yep. jacket thing, and and they're like, what are you wearing? <laughs> it's like it's a flight suit. What? <laughs> what are you doing? You know they they do a good job of like making it recognizable to, to what the game was. It's actually, I thought it was interesting that um, Robotnik's tech makes more sense now than it did in, like, 1991. You because have, like, drone stuff is real is legit. Now. It's, like, a legitimate thing. So, like, the fact that he's running around all these crazy high-tech drones doesn't feel like crazy, weird fantasy sci-fi like it did in the old Sonic games. It feels like five minutes into the future sort of, like, tech. Like, it's... It, actually worked really well
0: yeah and also with that you mean you had the in the games it's i always remembered when you you always like went to the end of the level to free the little creatures inside the little cages Mm -hmm. here robotnik has actual practicality to himself like it's like this guy we don't talk about that works for the government and we just you know we'll use him when we can but we're just you know it's kind of on the side. But I, I agree. I really – I enjoyed mm-hmm. this film
1: a lot more than I was thinking I was going to. Yeah, like I'm not going to tell you to run out and see it in a theater, but if it hit, when it hits streaming, you should definitely take a look at it because it's, be, it's a fun, brainless night in at the very least. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, I, this film is not
0: one that's like a thinker, definitely. Yeah. It's one of just – if you just want to enjoy yourself at a theater mm-hmm. – this is the kind of film, And as living. someone who has
1: very little patience with sort of adapting video games into, into narrative structures, um, I think they kind of nailed it. Like they... Yeah. It felt like Sonic. It didn't feel like they took a lot of liberties to like make it fit into a sto- into a film story. Um, it all just sort of worked pretty well. Like, like it, it felt like a Sonic the Hedgehog movie in as best a Sonic the Hedgehog movie was ever going to be. So- and they kept it simple. Like they didn't try to cram the whole universe or all his friends or anybody all, everything in there they just it was just sonic and robotnik and james marsden as the point of view character and to to you know to give us the grounding character to let to let the audience sort of identify with him and say like yeah this is all ridiculous but you need that star wars has that too it's his name is han solo yeah and, I, and you know i
0: you know i love that they just focused only on sonic for that story mm. because in the end, when you get the hint of Tails coming in, now that, now you're like, okay, we can expand this a little bit more. Yeah. So you're
1: just focused on the solid character. Yeah, the sequel is going to be batshit insane. Like, it's, I think they're going to go all for, because there's also a moment early on when the Echidna army is running around. Yeah. Uh, where I'm, which is a, a very, very deep cut for some of the earlier comic books. And I'm like, so they're, they're definitely doing it. They're getting there. Mm-hmm. And like, now that they've laid the groundwork with this one, um, it will not be Crazy in the next one. If if tails tails is there, obviously. If if Knuckles shows up, if the Chaos Emeralds show up, if Supersonic yeah. happens, like, uh, and Robotnik comes back with even crazier stuff. You know, like like you feel like they've got it, in two movies they could possibly get to the Death Egg, like which is it was the Robotnik's Death Star equivalent oh, okay. that he builds up near the moon. Oh, fair, fair. Um, Like you could, especially because he's on another planet. Uh, At the end of the movie Yeah or Um, another universe I can't remember What they established It's in another planet I do think that The other planet Because the the premise Is that he, he If he ever gets caught he has to use his ring. The ring, gold rings are teleporters, basically, that he can teleport to anywhere he can think of, and he has certain safe places he can go. One of them's a planet that's just full of mushrooms, but there's no people there, so he doesn't want to go there because he's yeah. lonely, and he wouldn't have any friends there. He doesn't have any friends on Earth, either, but the story of the movie is obviously well, he making kinda, friends.
0: He kind of created his own, like, imaginary family. Yeah, he, he delusion, family. deludes himself into yeah. it.
1: But, like, um, I think the planet he might end up having to go to, because it's all, and he talks about, oh, it's just all mushrooms, I hate mushrooms, like, that has to be a shot at Mario. Like, oh, like that! Know. I never thought about like that. That but has yeah. to be what that is. He's that like, definitely he's could like, be. He's like, I it. can't stand mushrooms. I don't want to go to the planet full of mushrooms. I'm like, well, that's the mushroom kingdom, right? Like, <laughs> that's what that is. It's like it's a it's a crack at Nintendo. Which, that's
0: a that's a really smart way of thinking about which it. Which is a that. very very Sega approach to things. I do have one, and it's not even in our run. I just thought of it. Now, do you think you would be as satisfied or happy with this film if it was
1: the not this certain Sonic CG? You mean if it was the old one? If it was the old, no, I think I think they made a very wise choice redoing him into the more game design. I'd agree. Look. yeah. Like it, it, it's he would have been too. I mean, he's a little weird already in some of these scenes, and like having him be that weird, uncanny valley like with the fingers and stuff. no, no they, they the I can't believe they ever needed to be convinced that this was not already the way to go because it looks good. It looks good. it's recognizably Sonic through the whole thing. Like Absolutely. it's Absolutely. You all you know, even even at the very beginning you're like, yeah, that's son- and it works. Like yeah. it doesn't need to be real. It doesn't need to look like, he doesn't need to look like a real animal. There are a couple of moments where like there's a moment where he's being carried in a blanket by James Marsden and it's very clearly it's like a prop it's pro- yeah. and it's very clearly like Designed after the old, old one model because yeah, it's too cause, skinny. Yeah, and, and the hair is yeah. not as long. It's yeah. like a little shorter on the hair. But um, but otherwise it, they did a pretty good job, especially with the amount of time they had. I am convinced that they had that other model ready to go. I would agree I think with you there, as well. I think there was some kind of schism in the production over which, which one to go with, and clearly that like the to me probably the studio or the producers pulled rank and said we're going to use the the realistic looking one and the trailer got released and everybody went ah and like and then, and then it, they're like cuz i think you the so director wanted the one we ended up with i bet um, yeah. cuz he was posting it even on twitter it's like yeah we're we're back into it we're going we're going to fix it i was like see that's a man that knew that what they'd gone with was a mistake
0: or he was really nervous and he was like okay this is either going to yeah. go really good or really really bad real quick
1: and it's doubly weird because like they go so hard in the paint with with the Robotnik stuff. Like yeah. by the end of the movie, he looks exactly like the game version, which is, which is well like, done. yeah. And Car- Jim Carrey's having the time of his life to the whole thing. Um, that's the, th- that's the thing that really sells it for the most part, I think is that the main three performances really work. Like James Marsden is likable and v- game for things. And he's not being a jerk to Sonic. He just doesn't understand what's going on most of the time, but he sort of rolls with it. Uh, Robotnik is is fun to watch because because uh, Carrie is just like hamming it up like he always used to. Yeah, he's who like, likes, who doesn't love just Jim loose. Carrey in the '90s when he was and, hamming um, it up in the late '90s? Well, I didn't. But, oh, I, uh, I
0: grew. I, mean, I guess I grew up on it. So mm-hmm. I mean,
1: it was so nice to see him do that kind of comedy. Yeah. where but it's just it's not, very it's, hit it's hit nice. It's nice to see him kind of do his old shtick again mm-hmm. and sort of like in the service of this role that actually does demand it. Like that could have been a very flat villain oh, in yes. the hands of another actor i mean the only other actor i would have given that role to would probably be robin williams if he was still with us yeah Uh, robin williams as an older robotnik would have actually really worked worked. yeah Uh, but jim carrey's next best thing uh he's channeling his riddler to some degree here uh and it functions and there's moments where you see like he's a jerk to everybody but he also sort of has fun doing what he does and you kind of get it a little bit Mm -hmm. um and then sonic who's i don't remember who voices him but uh, he's likable. like he, he, works. And, you know, the, he has the attitude that defines Sonic, but he's not a dick. Um, and there's moments where he clearly does long for some kind of companionship of some kind. And, uh, and it's cute. It works. And he's very much uh, like a child. And yeah. then the relationship the teenager, between yeah. him
0: and – oh, now I forgot the name of the – Tom. Tom mm. is his name. Uh, their relationship – Together as a friendship, but at the same time it feels and it comes to full circle at the ending when they they yeah. have them live together with him is more like a family and you know he's their kid, um, but uh, I yeah digging deep into these three characters let's just jump right into it mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know I one of the funniest part I think the my favorite part of the. The beginning of the film and, you know, setting up Sonic and how he is is identifying each of the townspeople as a characteristic of themselves. Mm -hmm. So he called Donut Lord was Tom. Uh, his wife, uh, Maddie, was, uh, was pretzel lady. Pretzel lady, mm-hmm. and it's just because like, she does yoga. It does yoga, and it's just like those little fun snippets where I think what they did so well with this film is they did great humor for kids, but they, they gr- did great humor for adults, mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes
1: it so. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of good slapstick bits. There's a couple of good visual gags. In fact, that I'm some of, some of which I was impressed that they actually got in because the the rush job of having to read mm-hmm. like there's a bit where he gets wet. And he yeah, he, and he fluffs fl- himself, himself off. off, and he's all like puffed out. Like, yeah, like after he fluffs himself off or drives himself off, and I'm like, and it was a, it's a fun little like kind of floaty hair like physics trick they're doing with it. Yeah, and I'm like, that's pretty good for something they had to re render in like six seven months. And, and I was, I when I saw that, I was like, that's impressive.
0: Like especially, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Like. Uh, <laughs> because I saw him with the with the with the water and all that and I was like is he mm-hmm. going to just wag all his stuff he's going to be so Tom's going to be so mad he's going to get his truck all wet mm. but I guess that's the least yeah. of their troubles with the truck cuz that thing went up and in they flames. play with,
1: they play with the speed stuff a lot they play with you know there's a there's a, a scene in, in a in a roadhouse bar that is a direct let's call it an homage to uh the quicksilver scenes in the X-Men movies
0: Yeah I was going to actually ask you um, about
1: that specifically so you know the, the, whenever,
0: whenever a movie does it now, it's always mm-hmm. a homage to the Quicksilver. Did you? Are you? Are you a person that's like, no, I don't like that. They're just going to copy this. Or I mean,
1: I don't really know what else you could do with uh, Sonic. I mean, Sonic is sort of if anyone can justify doing that scene, it's Sonic because that's his whole thing. Uh, I think they more or less made it their own. Uh, over the course of it and uh, I think you also had a better version of uh, the only good scene in Justice League where the Flash is running really fast and suddenly realizes Superman is as fast as he is Um, and there's an element of that in this because once Robotnik figures out how to incorporate one of Sonic's quills into his technology he can make his tech go as fast as Sonic Mm -hmm. and Sonic has never had to deal with that before so that's a good way of upping the stakes. Um, It's not as dramatic as the moment where Superman's eye moves and you realize that he can keep up with Flash in that shot. Um, But it's more effective because um, Robotnik is the villain and we're supposed to dislike and be afraid of him as opposed to Superman, who we are not supposed to to be afraid afraid of, except when Zack Snyder makes the movie Um, (laughs) because he doesn't understand what a hero is. Um, But like. So yeah, you can definitely see some of that coming from the superhero like subgenre, but like I think that's fine because Sonic falls into that as well because uh, he is super powered in this. Like he's. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's never been a real solid origin story for for Sonic. Like in this, he's basically born
0: fast. Yeah, I was gonna say, was there anything um, in the games any indication? The games that his, never really go into would, it. Would no.
1: cause a ab- The that- games have never really gone into it. Uh, there were comics that came out at the time the first game came out that purported to tell the origin. Um, I think they were published in Game Pro magazine. And in that, um, Robotnik is a normal scientist who's friends with Sonic, who is a regular hedgehog who lives in a den with his mother and his siblings and eats cheeseburgers out of the dumpster of the fast food place they live behind. And um or something like that. And like it's basically he's he's been doing speed tests with Sonic, and at one point Sonic wears these special red shoes and on a treadmill like runs past the speed barrier sort of like flash style and the explosion uh, that happens from it basically turns him blue and turns him into the cartoon hmm. hedgehog and it also zaps uh robotnik into the weird egg-shaped villain he becomes so huh. the 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 story in the old comic was that like in, in the those the, like one-shot comic series that GamePro did basically uh, the villain and the hero were friends, and now they're not because all this stuff went wrong. But that's how he turned blue. Um, and there's been other versions, like the Archie comics, that is slightly you know he's an alien, you know the, the alien hedgehog that can just happens to be able to go really fast is more the origin they've stuck with for kind of vague purposes since the mid 90s I know they've
0: done that at the TV show yeah. when I was a kid that 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 um, was the thing as he's from yeah there Irish was a Space. lot of
1: yeah there was a lot of weird like because early games like in Japan they sort of didn't seem to consider them an alien planet or maybe the American one didn't have an alien planet and then when Sonic Adventure came out I was like wait why is he on earth with people and people don't seem to think it's weird that it's three foot hedgehog is talking to them in the street and all this stuff. and they sort of it's it's been very loose and not especially well organized and uh, so it's probably for the best that this, this movie takes all that and just sort of picks and chooses what it wants and throws the rest out and just assumes that you're not going to know you know the specifics because the vast majority of people do not. Uh, you but lo- they reference a lot of. You know he, he loves chili dogs in that one cartoon, and so mm-hmm. he eats a lot of chili dogs in that one bar scene. Yeah. And like later, he's like, "Oh, I had chili dogs. They're really good." I'm it. so it's like they're all the elements are all there.
0: I wonder how much Puma paid to get that sponsorship to be oh, his yeah. shoe choice. Oh, there's a
1: lot of pla- <laughs> there's a lot of like I'm so su- I was surprised at like the call outs on all the the real brands on things like Olive Garden is all through that thing. <laughs> um, yeah, the they talk about world. Amazon a lot. They talk about like, Amazon a couple times. They mention like some real movies, some Disney stuff They here also and there. talk
0: about um, I don't remember the exact website, but it's it's used to look at apartments
1: and like Zillow. There's, Zillow. A, there's a Zillow product place. And, I, and I was like
0: that was uh, usually it's like this is a jarring product placement, but this one's like
1: I get it. Like it, organically, it fits. Although it's they, they do show a very long cutaway of uh, the Zillow homepage, homepage yeah. on the on the laptop. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, they have to go. They have to move. That's that's part of the deal. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I was I was really surprised by that. Um, but uh, yeah. So Tom. I know in a conversation we were having earlier, you you like this actor, you think. Yeah, James
1: uh, Marsden is, uh, I think he's very good. Uh, he, he's weirdly underutilized for things. He was Cyclops in uh, the original X-Men movies, which he never got to do anything because Cyclops got completely shafted in those films. And then he decided to follow Brian Singer over to uh, Superman Returns, which is why he gets unceremoniously killed off at the beginning of X-Men 3. Uh, and then Superman Returns did nothing, and his role in that was completely thankless. Uh, but he hasn't done a, doesn't do a whole lot, but I think he's very good at what he does. I think he, he reminds me of Michael Bean a little bit, in terms of his presence. Uh, I would like to see him come back as Cyclops for the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of the X-Men, because I think he deserves a second chance. Um, but he's good in this, as sort of the everyman. He's a, he's a cop in a tiny town in Montana called Green Hills, the Green Hill Zone, yeah, yeah. and... Uh, he wants to move to San Francisco, which is big city. Uh, the big city. Also, the city that Sonic ends up in a lot in other games. I mean, San Francisco, because that's where Sega was located, yeah. San Francisco would pop up in the 3D games fairly often.
0: I was surprised um, in this film how much I related to Tom, especially with my mm-hmm. journey coming here. Because I came from Minnesota. Uh, the, 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 the city I worked in is Annandale. It's a very small town. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I did work there. I, I was just outside the Twin Cities, so I could go to Minneapolis if I wanted mm. to. But to have that longing to do something bigger
1: um, was was something I wanted to do, yeah. which is what something he, he wants he to, to do. Yeah, he wants to be a cop in a in a big city so he can have a life-and-death situation and save someone's life. And He,
0: he just wants more meaning in his yeah. life. And not,
1: clearly Sonic and all the crap Sonic gets him into yeah. provides that for him. Yes. In the end, so um but it uh yeah it works uh if you want to see him uh really uh in a weird thing uh, go look up uh it's called uh, Interstate 60 Tales from the Road uh which is a magical realist americana road picture starring James Marsden directed and written by Bob Gale who wrote Back to the Future and after he directed uh, Interstate 60 he felt he had told all the stories he needed to tell in cinema and quit movies oh wow so uh go it Interstate sixty also includes cameos from tons of different people, including the original Pink Ranger. It is the first time Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd appeared in a movie together since Back to the Future three. Um, it was it's a it's almost like a Cannonball Run style, like a bunch of cameos of famous people along the road. All the weird things he gets into. Um, it's worth worth seeing for sure. Weird little cult movie. But I don't even know if it's. Cult enough to be called a cult movie. No one knows it exists, but it's also if you like Kentucky Route Zero, uh, this movie is more of a screwball comedy version of that, but it's not entirely dissimilar. All right,
0: uh, how would you like put ourselves in Tom's shoes? Would you deal with that
1: sister-in-law? <laughs> <Does> no, that... <laughs> I don't. I don't really understand why the sister-in-law hates him so much. I mean, you don't I... really need to because that's the joke, the joke. But like, like... You, you'd think. I mean, he's a he's a. I mean, maybe she doesn't like cops, um, but like, or maybe she doesn't like. I don't know. Like, for, I was trying to figure that out. I'm just like, I, maybe she doesn't like it because she made her move, her sister move to Montana. But it feels like they're from there because his wife doesn't want to leave Montana. Yeah. But his her sister does live in San Francisco. Why? So, but he desperately wants to go be a cop in San Francisco. But why would you? Why don't you apply to another city that your sister and horrible sister yeah, exactly. in law? Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. It's. Uh, I'm not sure what the backstory is there, but it sounds. It sounds like just sort of she just doesn't like anyone that. That her sister dates i don't know personally i would love her back for the sequel oh i'd love to see her come back <laughs> it for sure. would be it'd be really interesting
0: to like um, if she just shows up in green hills one day and she's just like you know she comes I'm,
1: to visit and like that that could be yeah. like the beginning you know she she's could like be you the... left me you left me like yeah. what, what the hell <laughs> and my, and her car they, oh yeah that's they right took they car. took the car
0: <laughs> like they could don't take my car
1: i'd <laughs> like, definitely like to see some uh some some reincorporation there she could kind of be the if they'd make more more movies she could kind of be like you know all the Harry Potter all the Harry Potter movies start with like just torturing the Dursleys Oh, like she could kind of okay. play that role. Yeah, play that role. Although, that the, although her, the niece is actually very sweet. She, oh, she gives, yeah. She gives Sonic her shoes. And especially when, uh, you know,
0: the scene where she's the the the, mo- the sister in law is tied up mm-hmm. and she's just like, untie me. And the, nope. and the daughter's like, no, I'm going to enjoy <laughs> myself being free from you for a bit. Cause clearly,
1: yeah, clearly it doesn't just st- stop, stop with, uh, yeah. with Tom.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um uh, uh, what about uh, getting into the sister-in-law? We we have Maddie, who's kind, who, who I would say is probably a more secondary character in yeah. this one, uh, but seems like the chemistry and all that works really well with all three of them together.
1: Yeah, like I'd be interested to see her be a larger role in this in the second movie, um, just because she 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 dealt with it well. She even says that uh, she calls yeah. out yeah. how well she yeah knows she's it. like. Just so you know'm um, dealing um, with this great yeah, ha- handling this incredibly well Yeah, high five yeah but you know it's, it's, it, it was the, the nice thing about it was like it was a movie that didn 't feel the need to add n- unnecessary conflict or make people jerks to each other for no good reason, like this was a a loving marriage between two people that support each other very strongly, and it 's a very positive thing, and they deal with this new complication surprisingly yeah. well and uh and she's a veterinarian so she's she cares about animals even blue alien ones and yep. uh like i liked her you know i liked everybody in this movie pretty much except the sister-in-law and i thought the sister i liked her in the sense that the sister-in-law was funny yeah i like the character yeah. of the sister-in-law not necessarily the her, yeah, like herself I, you wouldn't want I to d- go ha- go have lunch with her anything, no <laughs> but I'm just, like she's she's she serves her purpose in the story and does it well
0: oh yeah um so I'm going to move to Eggman because there's one mm-hmm. scene I love with Eggman that happens. And that is when he plays the music and he's starting to try to figure mm-hmm. out his hair. And he does this sequence where he has a... a- Basically, he has like a wall that has images on it, and he's running from a dinosaur. And mm-hmm. I was just like, "He's
1: basically like playing like AR games." Yeah, and I was yeah. like,
0: "This is great. I, I, this the humor is awesome." His his sidekick of uh, that he basically mm-hmm. hates but loves
1: all at the same yeah. time. And I think he does love the love the way he makes espresso. Apparently. Yes. Oh, yes. I love the way you
0: make them. Uh, mm-hmm. He. Uh, I think the uh, the thing I really like about him as well is you know when. When Tom is messing with them, he's like, you know what happens to like bullies when they mess with me and like they're going to be thrown off the planet of the earth. Or one guy has only hit me my entire life Mm. and he's no longer available. I I, I just I think there's more complexity they added to him than I ever thought they were going to. He's not very cookie cutter as I thought he was going to be, which Mm. I absolutely love because I think in the future it's going to have some pay pay payoff later.
1: His motivation makes sense. You know, he's already halfway nuts. Yeah. And, uh, but he's, like, you can see that he's good enough at what he does that you'd have to just sort of leave him alone, let him do what he does. Uh, and then by the end of the movie where you see him on the mushroom planet, he has gone completely insane. Yeah. And whenever he may – but, you know, but he's like, I'll be back by the weekend. And it's just like, I mean, probably. Like, you believe it. By that point, you believe that mm-hmm. he's going to find some way to do that. And um uh, it'll be fun to see. You know, there is a little element in this one of like we're telling you this story to get to the next one, mm-hmm. um, but it's it, it it works on its own well enough. But I can just see the next movie could be sort of the crazy Sonic movie that no one ever thought they'd pull off, but they are gonna pull it off because they've earned they've earned Eggman as as Eggman for the next movie. They've earned. Sonic as a powerful sort of mystical speed demon. They've earned Tails as sure showing like if, up. It, like, he shows up and he's got his tech thing. You can already see he's yeah. invented this his little, little thing, thing to track Sonic. He's like, I'm and we don't know what he wants, but you know is you know and and it all ties in with the fact that one of Sonic's main motivation in this movie is he wants friends. He wants to belong somewhere, and if he can find these other friends from these other worlds that you know Sonic and his shitty friends, as as uh, the fandom sometimes calls them, <laughs> like. That's a whole thing that you know. You, you you're confident enough now that you maybe don't need Tom as much to ground the thing, and the story could be about Sonic and Tails and, and, and Knuckles. Uh, and then know, Tom's and, and just a supportive character. Yeah, in and some the Chaos aspect. Emerald thing, and uh, Robot- Robotnik makes it back, and you've got like the classic trio versus Robotnik setup. And you've he's been to space and done all these weird things, so you can make his technology even crazier and. You know, you you could maybe get away with the next movie. You could maybe get away with a giant mech that looks like Robotnik. You know, as as his big return thing. You could do it. You could. You've already established him. You know his his drones if you destroy part of it, another part falls out and becomes another you know it, like the boss battles have multiple stages in this movie
0: that was that was very clever and that yeah. was something exactly what I was thinking of in the theater I was like, man, this feels like a boss battle right now where mm-hmm. it's it's at its stage it, escalates, it says, and escalates, escalates and escalates more and more, and you know Sonic has to use different move maneuvers or attacks to be able to mm-hmm. figure out each specific boss battle and i I think that was a clever way. The only thing I would say about the the, the very end and i was I was like. Why, why didn't they do this? this is, and it's not, again, I like this movie very, very much. So uh, the uh, the end when he does his final strike to Eggman, mm-hmm. I, was, I was thinking he was going to do, you know, his classic roll charge where he like rolls mm-hmm. on the ground charging because he never does that. He, mm-hmm. in, in this entire movie, he actually just runs with his feet where not as used as much of his
1: roll as, yeah. as, as you rolls think He and there, but he never does use the spin dash.
0: And I was like, oh, this is the moment he's going to use the spin dash, and uh, it just never used him. Well, like, I remember, Whoa.
1: the spin dash didn't show up until Sonic 2. He didn't have that in the original game. He did not? No. Oh, I don't
0: even remember that. I, I just, I mean, I played Sonic 2 is my main one, so I've mm-hmm. only known of
1: him doing the speed dash. Yeah, he didn't have that in the first game.
0: That would make sense now. So wow. That might be a
1: real deep cut, or this might be an oversight. I yeah. Mean, but uh, no, yeah, he, he only, that was added for Sonic 2. That was a bit, the two big things in Sonic 2 were um, uh, you could do the spin dash and tails. Awesome.
0: Uh, kind of, we're kind of wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. Do you have any final, you know, thoughts about just this movie, Where where you would want to see Sonic going into the future? Um, I know we kind of slightly mm. talked about it a little bit, but... Yeah,
1: I mean, I think just bring in Tails and Knuckles and uh, would make, make Eggman bring... crazier this time and bring back all the weird tech and just go for broke on it. Would you want
0: to... Do you think it would hurt the film if they brought in more than one extra Sonic-like character? So, like, to just do only Tails this film and then, then bring in Knuckles, like, on a third no, I film? Think,
1: I think you want to bring in Knuckles on the next one just because I think you want you want the Chaos Emeralds in play and Knuckles being the guardian of the Chaos Emeralds, you sort of, that's the conflict. Like, I think the, because you need the conflict between him and Eggman, but you also need the, con- and you need to build the relationship between Sonic and Tails. But I think having conflict between Knuckles, who's a, who is a, has good intentions in defending the Chaos Emeralds against all comers, but has to learn that Sonic is a good guy and that they're allies more than their enemies, and then that Robotnik is the real threat, like, that's, that's, that's your conflict of journey for the second movie. Um, Especially because you've already set up the echidna thing in this one. Yeah, that's true. And because you're going to have an instant dislike between Sonic and Knuckles because Sonic is going to recognize him as the kind of animal that killed his mentor. That's true. And I think. Presumably, we don't actually know what happened to Longclaw yeah uh, yeah. That's that's the, very the true. portal portal closes before we see what exactly what happens to her. Yeah, so maybe she just said so Who knows?
0: She said, Don't kill me and then it stopped. Yeah. Oh all right. <laughs> Alright, I guess the song's um, gone. It's all good. Yeah,
1: I would say your your next move is to bring tails and knuckles into it and have Robotnik come back like basically as crazy as the games.
0: Yeah, I mean that would be that would be fun and you could also not even even if you even if he didn't recognize Knuckles as the people that were mm-hmm. trying to kill Long Claw, you know Knuckles has that attitude. That's yeah. very that it's very uh, opposite of what Sonic's yeah, you like. You can go so anywhere you, could, you want. You could with definitely it. play with that a little bit. I kind of I, I I could see this film very much being if it was just. If it was just tails setting up some kind of like big moment to happen in a third film, mm. uh, similar to—I mean, it's not going to be the same epicness as like an Avengers, but it's a similar thing where you kind of bring everybody together yeah. in this. Well, my—I
1: th- mean, I think you can you can build to that if you want to for a third film, but my my instinct on this would be do the classic Sonic Knuckles Tails Robotnik si- situation with the second one because you don't know if you're going to get to make a third one. That's true. Like, you may not get lightning in a bottle twice, because this thing hit bigger than I think anybody thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's a number one um, uh, live-action mm-hmm. animated film. Certainly a number one game video game adaptation of all time. Yes, that's what it was. Um, and it's, it outperformed its its uh, market tracking. Even uh, outperformed uh, Pikachu, weekend. I guess. Yeah, uh, Beat Detective Pikachu. Uh, and and that one I really liked as well mm-hmm. as a film, so I was, I was surprised it. So, yeah, I don't know if this one outdoes Mortal Kombat as sort of the most true-to-its-source material, because Mortal Kombat is a super cheesy movie, but it <laughs> sure is Mortal Kombat. Oh, yes. Um, but it's it's up there. I mean, it's probably this or Mortal Kombat or Detective Pikachu or maybe the most recent Tomb Raider are kind of the most effective adaptations of video game material. Um, so it's uh, – I mean, you know, I, I wasn't really planning to see this before it hit Netflix or whatever, but uh, – and I probably didn't probably didn't need to see it in a the theater, but uh, I didn't didn't dislike it. I had a good time, mm-hmm. and uh, even as someone who's not a huge Sonic fan, after all these years of mediocre Sonic games, it was nice to see uh, see it done some justice. Like they, they, it felt like it was made. I said the same thing about Birds of Prey. Um, I think it felt like it was made by people who cared about it. Yeah, which I, is, well, I would agree 100 percent about which both is like yeah.
0: yeah, that's what you need. Which, really. for Sonic, it's kind of nice to have because yeah. Sonic has – I mean, I, I would say probably Sonic has had a little bit of resurgence since with uh, yeah. um, with some creations. But uh, it's been – Coming a, up
1: on the 30th anniversary of America. Yeah,
0: it's been such a hit or miss thing. I guess my final one I'll put to you because we saw in the intro of that movie that there was a Sega – Mm-hmm. Movie studio type logo yeah. they created with a bunch of properties shown on there. Mm-hmm. Is there one that you're like, I mean, I saw Yakuza on there and I was yeah. like, that's a definite, like,
1: I mean, they've already made a Yakuza movie in Japan, in Japan, but um, I was like, that
0: would, it would, I think it would really work in America if they made one. Yeah, you
1: could, you could, you could do something like that. I mean, I would like to see, uh, Fantasy Star, like, I think you could do something cool with Fantasy Star, or Panzer Dragoon, um. I would be curious to see what a Golden Axe movie would be like because yeah. that was very prominent in the logo. Would that be too much like John Connor though? Golden Axe. Yeah. John Connor. Like maybe Terminator? I'm thinking of a different
0: film. No, not John Carter. I'm sorry. Uh, John Carter. Yes, thank uh, you.
1: Well, go- Golden Axe is uh, like sword and sorcery fantasy stuff. Okay. Uh, hack and slash. It'd be Lord of the Rings. More or Lord of the like. Rings. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Shinobi in some way. Shinobi's got some weird stuff you could play with. Um, but I think Fantasy Star would be an interesting way to take it—just sort of the, the sci-fi, sci-fi fantasy, space opera stuff. Um, By them making a logo like that, am I
0: am I, am I looking too much into it to no, say that I've, they possibly would be? I think that's
1: what they want you to think. I think that's their hope. I don't know if it's what will happen, but. With this the success of this film, success of this, yeah, you don't, you know, they might,
0: they I mean, might get a green light for another, uh, not only just a second Sonic, film, but maybe another, just one other film to try attempt. out sure. and see how that one goes out.
1: Sure, like why not?
0: And see and if you uh, just didn't get lightning in the bottle this time. Yeah,
1: I mean, maybe don't don't try Vector Man. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> yeah. not your, your way in, but uh, you never know. And I think, uh, you know, game properties are going to become the next like comic book property. You know, like the the thing you've heard of that somebody's like, oh, I've heard of that. I'll green light that. Sure, like that worked. Um, so Especially would, with the accessibility
0: of games nowadays, and just the, the yeah. change in the thought of the culture itself—that it's a lot more acceptable as a social society—and yeah, compared- you've
1: seen some, you know, look at uh, you know the big Fourth of July movie this year is uh, Free Man, Free Guy, mm-hmm. with Ryan Reynolds, which is basically yep. the NPC in a GTA, in a GTA game. game. Yeah, GTA Online comes to life and realizes, yeah, you know, and the just the fact that you can advertise that and everybody knows what you're doing, like. Fifteen, even ten years ago, you couldn't have done that. Yeah, like people, they would not the 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 cultural shorthand wasn't there for that, and so I think uh, you're going to see it more and more. Awesome. Well,
0: thank you, Matt. I'm, sure. I'm definitely looking forward to you know not just not just Shane, but as well doing some more spoils with you, um, just because you are definitely in the movie area
1: for sure. It, um, it is it is uh, one of my specialty areas, <laughs> as anyone who has to spend any time with me can tell you so if you want to follow us
0: on social media i am at mitch sikor s-i-k-o-r matt is at m kyle on twitter and we are sifted.net check out our content if you like this content give us a few dollars via patreon and that's patreon.com sifted and it really does go a long way for the website if you're not able to do that you can still link your amazon prime account to your twitch account and give us a free two dollars and 50 cents every single month yes you have to resub up but it does go along with the So we really would appreciate if you do that and check out more content that we have coming to the site we have more spoils coming soon um, a show may be coming out soon that we might be doing a spoilt on i'm not going to spoil what it will be but you know listen in and you'll catch on to what we'll be doing so thank you so much everybody and we will see you next time